You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. Welcome back to Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. I'm George. I'm Haley. We've got a great episode this week. Yes, we do. With a great guest. We've got Terror of Mechagodzilla, the 1974 version, mm-hmm. although 1975, 1975 came in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and our guest who picked it is uh, one of our oldest, dearest friends, Leslie Cena, everybody. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the show, Welcome Leslie. To the show, Thank Leslie. you. Thanks Thank for you. Coming. Oh, that's our live studio Ooh, audience. A little, oh, wow. A little snoozy, a little slow to the draw. They're, they're but... a little slow, but we don't pay them. So <laughs> that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> and now Leslie's worked on, I mean, we we met each other through UCB, mm-hmm. and we're members of Slave Leia, the yep. four-girl improv group. We've also had Gina on, Gina Ippolito, that she did an episode, the first two episodes of the 1998 cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla the animated series and and we're all very close uh, the, the, the us four ladies are all very close friends and Leslie you've also been an actor on shows like Blackish you've been on uh Blackish is the one I most recently remember but what, what else is oh um, you've been on a lot yeah I've been on Conan I've been on uh that one flaked oh yeah yeah flaked. yeah um and uh community yeah that's and right. community yeah. that's right and you've been writing uh for some WB shows lately too, yeah right? I wrote for um uh oh gosh well most recently Thundercats Roar the yeah. new reboot of yeah. Thundercats yeah and then uh Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs which is a mm-hmm. reboot of the Flintstones yeah so very cool Yabba Dabba watch it <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What? Oh, oh no. They hate me so much. They hated they that one. Oh. I mean, th- now they're going to have to take the billboard down because they know that that joke is just going to get that response. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh no, strike the billboard. Don't do it. Don't do it. And Leslie, we should also mention I know that, uh, you know, you you, uh, you don't always like to mention this, but uh, you are a, a viral sensation on the internet. You are part of the was it a geico commercial yes mm-hmm. where uh camel Com- yeah the hump day you're the hump day girl where uh you know a lot of people bring it up to you do you, you get recognized quite a bit in real life right no actually only by other commercial actors oh only other commercial actors mm-hmm. like uh yeah no like yeah, people remember the camel commercial actors uh have that very high on their radar other commercial actors for a while there was a guy in every commercial that i recognized he was um he was like in a Subway commercial. It's the same dude. And now he's like in a Honda commercial. He looks like, you know, there's a certain type of uh, guy they like to cast in Hollywood. Well, so, what does he look like? He's like, you know, kind of a, I don't like. He's I don't, kind of a dude. Kind of stocky, has a beard, glasses. Okay. Looks like a an average like Midwest kind of nerdy dude who just like works at a telemarketing job. And I'm like. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to place it. I'm like flipping through guys in my yeah. head now. Yeah. And there's also that guy that's like, now he's in I mean he was like in an episode of Seinfeld he was like or he was in a couple episodes of Seinfeld back in the 90s as just one of I think it was like one of Elaine's co-workers okay. and he's like this just kind of friendly dude 
he's like a uh like a skinny black dude with like kind of chubby cheeks and he's like the friendliest looking guy and he is the king of commercials even to this day i remember in the 90s seeing him in like these episodes of seinfeld and being like hey that's that guy in a ton of commercials still he's still king yeah he's still king i don't know who still, he is still killing it uh and you there you'd be surprised a lot of times like you think when you like come to hollywood and you want to work in the industry you're like oh, i'm gonna make a movie i'm gonna be in the tv show no if you even land like a pretty decent sized commercial with like syndication you're pretty much set oh yeah. i, oh, I yeah. love doing commercials yeah. it's it's fun i like it i don't mind the driving but there's a lot of driving involved for right. auditions and stuff and how many, but yeah how many auditions would you have to do like a week you think oh it really depends if it's like a really busy time of year for commercials um i guess like the most i've ever had was like four or five Per, per week? Per week, but that would be like over a two-week period where it was crazy busy. Right. Like end of the year or something. I feel like, you know what, though? I feel like I have talked to you when you've been doing, like, there there have been weeks you've had, like, I think two in one day. And, yes, I definitely and, like, had two multiples. in one day. Because um, I've been talking to you when you're like, you you basically had 10 over the course of a week or something. I, I think, and I guess like on a slow week, you know, you have one over two weeks. Now, oh, really? like okay. yeah. some of you may listening right now may be thinking like, what does this have to do with Godzilla? What are we talking about here with Godzilla? It's been well, like five do... minutes into it, right? Hey, how is it what they're still talking about commercials? Speaking of uh, things that haven't started for a while, the the movie we're talking about today <laughs> 17 minutes <laughs> to yep. start getting into the movie. The American version of Terror of Mechagodzilla, 17 minutes is just recap yep. of old Godzilla footage. Saperstein dude. Doing it again, baby. Yeah. And, and there's was, no like previously on Godzilla. Yeah. No, it's just it's literally just a montage of action shots from other Godzilla movies, which I very much appreciate. It's almost like watching a YouTube movie mm-hmm. at the start like a YouTube video at the start of a Godzilla movie. Because 17 minutes into it, that's when the movie starts. It is nuts. Um and I thought this was just like the American version. Uh, and so I, I watched the Japanese version as well to see if they did the same thing. It's not as egregious in the Japanese mm-hmm. version. There's only no. five minutes of it. Right. So this episode, as we're recording it, is very true to form. Which, by the way, we should talk about what we all thought of this episode. Uh, excuse me, this this movie. I loved it. I thought it was a, it was a classic Godzilla movie. It was great. Di- a little bit of a different format than the typical Godzilla movie. Yeah, technically meant to be seen as a sequel to, uh, to Mechagodzilla. Right. Uh, the year before, but it was, uh, but really what they just did was like they recycled the cast, but didn't Mm -hmm. put them in the same roles. Oh. So that's an interesting, that's, that's an interesting Wait, so what's different? Because I didn't see the first one. Um, I mean, they just, it's actually pretty different. They just really, like, I think the whole, the only thing that's unified really is that Mechagodzilla gets blown to pieces and ends up at the bottom of the ocean okay. so that that's the same thing as before but then there's like a lot of the same actors are in it but just in different roles so it's kind of like um how uh, american horror story uses the same actors and does like a completely different thing huh. every yeah. season right yeah, it's like that so but i liked it a lot too i thought it was i, th- I loved the uh i love the design of titanosaurus yes and i loved the battle sequences yes very cool leslie when we when you first came over today we were talking about uh, you said, "Are the battle scenes always that long?" And it's I'm like, like, "A half an hour." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Well, if you're lucky." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, it, it, yeah, that surprised me because I, you know, I, I haven't watched a lot of Godzilla movies, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're looking for a Godzilla movie. Like, a good fourth of the movie is that's Godzilla. So yeah, right. I think the the reason Haley and I liked um, 
Godzilla vs. Monster Zero so much, and it's like probably still our favorite Godzilla movie of all time. I think it's still my favorite of all time. Yeah. Um, it, it's because when the scenes aren't dealing with the monsters themselves, you also have these really suave aliens that are so much fun to watch. Yeah, they're awesome. And I mean, that is also technically the carryover for Mechagodzilla is that, you know, they they know Mechagodzilla was built by aliens. Okay. Yeah. Right? We know that. And yeah. so, but yes, this is, I, I love like 60s, 70s use of alien stuff. Mm-hmm. It just, it reads a hell of a lot better than anything that we do today. Uh, and yeah, they all have, and also like these ones had really fucking cool, like there was like cool windbreaker guy yeah. and like cool wind, he's like cool windbreaker dad. That was yeah. what I called him. <laughs> well, there was also, I, I liked the costumes because like all of the, I mean, they wore sunglasses and sun shields inside and it was never explained. Everybody except for that one guy with the beard, the crazy beard. The pointy beard. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think he wore name, he yeah. wore them eventually, but uh, everybody else was wearing cool shades. He was kind of like the head alien, maybe. But there's another guy. Then Windbreaker Dad is also kind of a head alien. Maybe they're dating. Uh, Nobody knows. I mean, they're like lots of zippers. <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of zippers. Of zippers. Yeah. Helmets worn inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. real groovy. I would say that the, a lot of the uh, the design, the costume design, design is, is very groovy. groovy. Definitely yeah. do yourself a favor and look it up. Uh, yeah, like there's some speed racer helmets with cool like kind of mm-hmm. antennae and all that stuff. The design is very very cool. Oh, and and uh, the oh gosh, um, Katsura, the 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 daughter the in it. Her costumes are pretty awesome. Yeah, her, yeah. And and speaking of that, uh, Leslie, you mentioned this when you came over. But uh, this was the first Godzilla film written by a woman, or at least it was a written by a woman. I'm not sure if it was the first, but I think it, it was. It was the oh. first with a, a creative uh, female force behind it, I believe, okay. and, according and, to my clap. And interestingly enough, this is something we had to verify right before we, we recorded. But this is the also the only Godzilla movie that has any nudity in it, and yes. it's just yes. the Japanese version, right? Saperstein cut that shit out. Yeah, yes. definitely. And it's uh, we we did verify it. It's during the second time you see uh, what's her name, Katsura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the second time you see Katsura. So, uh, you know, spoiler in the uh, we're jumping ahead, but she's a cyborg and they're operating on her to put in a control device that she can control Mechagodzilla telepathically. And there's a scene where they remove the the operating apron and you see these mannequin breasts. Yeah. And I thought, wow. And we did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Just, it's mannequin boobies. They gave her nipples and everything. Yeah. And one's inverted. Yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> is it really? yeah. One was an inverted nipple, and the other one was out. I was like, oh, somebody really stu- studied nips. So uh, we were trying to figure out like if it was a tan line or like a seam line on one of them. I think it was a seam line. I okay. think that's where they connected it to yeah. whatever. I mean, the cleavage is just a straight line. By the way, uh, I I sit corrected. I I knew when I said that too that I was like about the female writing it. I was like, I know I've said this about somebody before though. There was a woman that collaborated on the screenplay for Son of Godzilla, oh. Shinichi Sekizawa. Mm. But then Yukiko T- Taka- Takayama, she wrote the actual, like, I think this was her screenplay. Mm-hmm. And then Honda did some additions to it, whereas the other one was a collaboration. So okay. she was, like, independently writing that. And uh, and and it shows. I think it's really interesting that a, a woman handled this because this character is, uh, Katsura is really an interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. She's I think we we decided that she's most mostly the hero of this movie because in the original Godzilla, the nineteen fifty four Godzilla, you had um I forget his name, the scientist who basically sacrificed Sarazawa. Sarazawa, that, yeah. that's right. Sarazawa sacrificed himself to kill Godzilla for the greater good. And um you have Kats, uh, Katsura Katsura mm-hmm. uh in this one who is 
essentially did the same thing at the end of the movie, right? Which is kind of a bummer jam. But we should get right into the yeah. Movie. Let's jump into it. Yeah. Um. First of all, I did bring in a ton of clips from this movie because yes. the bad guys, uh, the the supervillains are so cartoonish, and they have like <laughs> the most cartoonish type of. Laugh. laugh. The, and that is, it's interesting you bring that up, George, because according to my critical history and filmography of Toho's Godzilla series by David Klatt, should go pick it up. Uh, that was something they made Saperstein carry over to really? the dub is that they were like, no, he needs to have his evil mad scientist laugh. There is, there's like some kind of record for maniacal laughter in here. It's yeah, just like, it, it is. is just like, it's all up on it. Over the well, top. It's something they requested. So <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it picks up. Like we just said, but where the other one left off, uh, kind of. It's like a year after uh, God, uh, Mecha Godzilla ha- happened, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got some Interpol agents, uh, and they're looking for. They're in this cool submarine, yeah. cool miniature. They're in an expedition looking for pieces of Mecha Godzilla, and they find instead they run into Titanosaurus. Titanosaurus, who has a very cool design. Yeah, very cool design. And Titanosaurus just like fucking pile drives his mouth onto the submarine. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and he does he sh- he does like a little foreshadowing of what he's going to do later with his tail. He does like yes. a tail swing mm-hmm. in the in yeah. the water, and they're like, like super attack. So, uh, you know, I know we're we're going through this part pretty quick. But I do want to play this clip because the submarine gets destroyed and then they have a recording that they recovered, almost like a black box from the submarine. And this is fantastic. I love this this dialogue that they have on here because they're they're listening to this tape and they're freaking out because they're saying, okay, wow, listen to them. Listen to them. Here's what they encountered and here's all we have. This is bonkers. Listen to this, this clip here. Uh, the dialogue is help, so goofy. Help. It's, it's a, a dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah. That sounds like an elephant. He roars like an elephant. Uh, and if that sounds, <laughs> this this reminds me of the clip that we all love from the 1991 uh, King Ghidorah Godzilla movie. But uh, here's a clip from that just for comparison. It's a dinosaur. A gigantic <laughs> dinosaur is attacking our boys. A dinosaur? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's attacking our boys. Yeah. It does it does get to it pretty clearly. The guy does not mince words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. So you you have this clip. They're they're listening to this and they're saying, Wow, they got attacked by a dinosaur underwater. And you know, there's not much ex- uh, other explanation. But then you go to this is the first time you see our big antagonists of the movie, which are the aliens. Now, yeah. Now they are they are almost like like um Militant environmentalists or, or imperialists, I guess, because they think that yes. Earth, or the Earthlings have to be wiped out. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they believe that they're inferior mm-hmm. and that they should get wiped out, which is which is good for their relationship with Mafune, the mad scientist, because he's been he's been sectioning himself off from humanity for a long time. He's been isolating himself. That's right. So the the scientist, these uh, aliens say, "Listen, uh, we need to take over Earth." And we can. There's one Earthling we can trust, and he goes, "Why do you think we can trust them?" And he says, "Because he hates Earthlings." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, He's uh, mad at the lot of them. Yeah, and Leslie, we talked about this. Um, what is his motivation? The Mifuni, the scientist, the mad scientist. Oh well, he's got a couple. One is that he was discredited when he was working on. Uh, oh, 
god. On Titanosaurus, Titanosaurus right? Yeah. Titanosaurus, yeah. And also because uh, in his, I guess afterwards, uh, his wife who'd supported him all the way through, she died in poverty. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He died in poverty, and and partly because he was discredited, mm-hmm. no one believed him. Mm-hmm. And he he was, uh, and he's just so enraged that no one took him seriously. That he nobody has... liked me when I called myself Doctor Dinosaur. Yeah. And so <laughs> he turned. He said, "Humanity turned hit their back on me, and I'm turning my back on humanity." Uh-huh. And he's going to take his revenge. Oh, he's yeah. going to take his revenge, which is an interesting contrast to the rest of the actors in this. And by the way, I just I got this wrong. I, I, the Japanese version doesn't have as much sinister laugh. Saperstein oh. added all of the oh. laughs. But they're saying that his uh, the guy that played Mafune Hirata, his, his quote, his hammy performance undercuts the production team's attempts to return to the somber atmosphere of the early <laughs> films. Well, ain't that the truth? Because I did watch some of the subtitled scenes with the aliens because I thought... I. I wonder if they're as goofy in the Japanese one, and they're not. Here's a clip I brought from the dubs of them talking about Tokyo. These are the aliens. (laughs) We must choose the right time to exert our power. On Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was waiting for him to go... Now <laughs> there, there is a slow pan and he's looking out the window and then that's what he says on Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is also from that same scene where they're in the uh, in the office. They're in like the the corporate. O- they're in like some kind of like skyscraper or something, looking over Tokyo, and they put down a map of. Uh, their plans, their base that they want to put on Tokyo. Cool and, glasses, man. And here's oh, yeah. here's a clip of them talking about their contempt for Earthlings. Listen to this. In spite of their attempts to control it, the Earthlings don't know what to do. They're so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Just classic supervillain <laughs> shit. The Earthlings ignorant. are so ignorant. They think that we are the dumbest, the slowest, most slovenly, and these are just like the smuggest aliens. They're not quite as fun as the Monster Zero aliens, but they're up there. They're... No, yeah, they're not quite as fun as, as the Monster Zero aliens or the Kelax brunch bitches. Yeah, that's I lo- right. I, I, I do love the brunch bitches. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, we're trying to remember what movie that, that was I'm going to look it up right now. Kelax. The Kelax are from, oh, Destroyal Monsters. Destroyal that's Monsters, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I love the Kelax. They're those ladies, they will not put up with any of that bullshit. Yeah, they are it sassy. It's weird that the aliens have an office. <laughs> yeah, they they rented out a WeWork. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which is not doing well, by the no, way. No, no. They went from a $47 billion valuation to zero. Uh, yeah, that's right. What's the succession thing going on there? They <laughs> are watching that show. They are evicting their CEO. Their CEO is so bonkers. Like, there's, uh, by the way, quick aside. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. Guys, if you guys ever look into the lore of the CEO of WeWorks, it's insane. He's, first of all, he, he really? turned the entire, yeah, the entire company had to become vegan. Um, he said that there's what? no meat allowed in any of the buildings. Oh, I've seen meat in those buildings. Well, it's, it's against their policy. <laughs> no, it's true. I was they there can... randomly, and there was like somebody had salami out for some oh. kind of mixer. It is a strict no salami zone, Leslie. No salami. You should we were... told Leslie. Oh yeah. no, I just I just ratted somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should. Let's call. Let's call. We were. Well, he's gone now, right? Uh, so he, he was he like. Is, yeah. Um. So he. He was. So he. Maybe he was an alien. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, he was mm-hmm. an alien that he's like trying to get everybody on on his imperialistic course. Yeah, he's leasing out these pla- these uh, these rooms to these uh, vegan aliens, mm-hmm. and so uh, so anyway, you have the, the Interpol. Interpol is our yeah. is our big force here, and they're investigating. They know that the scientist Mifune mm-hmm. has yeah. worked on Titanosaurus, and they're going back to his estate to try to find him because they're trying to see if he can help 
the earthlings, you know, the ignorance, <laughs> the dumb, stupid the earthlings. Dumb, okay. dumb idiot. Yeah. I love this part. So they uh, they ring his doorbell. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens for 10 seconds. And then they decide he doesn't live there. Right. Yeah, that's, they're like, <laughs> it's not that he's not home. He just doesn't live there. Oh, he doesn't live here. Yeah, they turn around and they're like, all right, bye. That's yeah. it. But this is where we're introduced to kind of the hunk of the movie, right? This is the our- babe, The babe of the my, movie. My babe oh, you're, the, you're hunk of the movie. Okay, that's right. Well, yeah. you know, I, I call it one or the other. Right, you know, right. my babe of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, now, would you call him, I don't know if I'd call him a babe. I'd call him the love interest. I, I call, so Leslie, I have a babe of the movie. Okay. Every every movie, I have a babe of the movie. I think right. she's the babe of the movie. I well, think she, so, yeah. She's pretty hot, but I always pick kind of like a- You're a hunk guy, Yeah, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm picking a hunk. And he plays, uh, He he's Akira, the character's name is Akira Ichinosi. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's played by Katsuhiko Sasaka. Sasaki, sorry. So is <laughs> he the guy with the turtleneck or is he there? Yeah, he's tr- he's turtleneck man. He's okay. like cool, cool hero guy. Because the other guy looks more like a newscaster from the 70s. Yeah, with a yeah, yeah. wide tie yeah. and stripy um, And like a Lego hair. Uh, Counter argument to your hunk of the movie. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I'm open. I say, you know the Lemonhead Candies? Yeah, I think his head kind of looks like a lemon head. Yeah. Uh, so counter counter argument. Take oh, that, Leslie. Well, counter right, argument Haley. to you. I happen to think lemon heads are extremely sexy. Whoa. <laughs> dang, <laughs> dang! I got shut the fuck down. Now, <laughs> is that what? what is Leslie that because looks of very confused. no? I mean, like, is it a shape thing or a taste? It's thing? a shape thing. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a shape. Like his because it. Um, it, I think it's his chin. Uh, mm. Anyway, so it, that's your so hunk, anyway, that's your hunk of the movie. My, of the my movie. babe of the movie, and she. He is a stone stone fox. Mm-hmm. Is oh, she is Kats- beautiful. Katsura, yeah. But um, I f- jokes on me because she's not even human. She's a cyborg. Yeah. She's a cyborg, and she'll remind you of that later. That's yeah, right. but it doesn't mean she can't like rock a cow neck. No, yeah. no, not at all. So Interpol comes over. They're like, "Hey, we want to talk to Mufuni." She goes, "He's dead. He's he's he died like five years ago." And they're like, "Well, can we still come in?" And she's like, "Nope, sorry." Slams the door in their face. <laughs> Slams the door in their face, and then they open it and then just let themselves in. And yeah. then they're like, well, we'd still like to talk to you. Do you have any notes or anything? And she says, no, I burned them. I destroyed them all. She go, they're like, wow, that's real stupid. And then they turn around and leave. But then we go downstairs and Mifune is alive, very much alive. He looks like a... Having a toast. Yeah, almost like a Japanese Colonel Sanders yes. minus the goatee. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, now they're doing a very weird toast where they just hold their glasses together yes. for the longest time. <laughs> the and month. then they separate them. Yeah, and they look like they're drinking a rosé or something. Yeah, um, so. so. I have here, this is one of my first clips of the maniacal laughter where Mifune is talking to the alien and the, and the alien has convinced Mifune to join them in their cause. And Mifune is super excited. But does about the this. alien? Does he know he's an alien yet? He doesn't know. Not yet, at this right? point. No. So that's important because Mifune, for all of his knowledge, doesn't yeah. know these guys are aliens. Yeah, he's a real dumb hmm. sack of shit sometimes. But uh, <laughs> so, so he's sitting here talking to this alien, and they are celebrating on their agreement. And here is that dialogue. Listen to this. <laughs> well done, Doctor Mifune. Let's celebrate. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much of this I, I brought in some more laughter too but um yeah they say that this is like again that is uh a sinister and stereotypic laugh uh to the character that's not present in any other version yes. this dubbing they just went for it so i was wrong yeah. at the beginning it is it is americans so... just <laughs> there's yeah. so much of it there's so much of it it's very cartoonish and it's at times it seems like 
a little too long. Like, how can they sustain that for, you know? No, they do the one where like one starts and then the other one starts and the other one starts. They turn each other up. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when it's like contagious laughter. So so then they go. She she goes down there. They're toasting each other. Mm -hmm. And um, and then they go to this like base inside the mountain. And this is fucking cool because we get to see Mechagodzilla. Yes. And the aliens. So the aliens now Mifuni understands like, okay, they are aliens. He takes them to their underground lair. And this is one of the coolest shots in the whole movie where they're working on Mechagodzilla because they did a really good job of creating scaffolding and showing you can't even see the humans because, you know, to scale because they're so tiny. Right. But you just see little sparks from welders uh, working on Mechagodzilla. And this is just one of the coolest shots in the movie. They did a really good job of the yeah. of the miniatures. It's and, so awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. It looks It looks like it has some gravity to it. You know, this is the 1970s, and the technology yeah. is pretty goofy. And you also see the alien helmets for the first time, where mm-hmm. they look like, um, you know, the company, the Japanese company Tatsunoko. Um, no, uh, Tatsunoko has, does classic kind of uh, mech designs and oh, like, cool, and, and robo suits. So these helmets kind of look very Tatsunoko inspired, and they look like um, uh, almost like a like Vector Man, Tekka Man is another one that comes to mind. Wow. Oh, yeah. I've seen Tech Yeah. yeah. Okay, kind, yes, of, yes, absolutely. kind of like futuristic Viking horns on them. Yeah. yeah. Part, yeah. Like it's almost like a if like a robot and an insect and maybe a Viking kind of crossed. Yeah. That's what you would kind of get. That's what I think. It's like Speed Racer helmet with yes. antenna. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's what it And like. then so I, and this layer is fucking cool as hell. It's like 1970s thinking what an alien is at its best. Yes. It's silver. There's weird mirrors and bulbs and all this cool shit. Um, so we get to go see that and then we see Mechagodzilla in his, all, his full glory, which reminds me of that awesome cosplay that's been going around on Twitter. Somebody yeah. sent it to us. It's like a working thing where he can rotate his hands and right. shoot missiles and stuff. So cool. Um, now we see some, now we see Cool Shades Alien. Yeah, so both the aliens, our main alien mm-hmm. leads, are underground here with both of them wearing shades. And these shades that they're wearing, these these sunglasses, look like the um, the shade changing sunglasses. Yeah, where like, you go like yeah, 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 yeah. They're like they're like aviators that what's it? What are those called again? They're like transitions. Transi- transitions. Yeah, yeah. they're transi- This is why I said he's cool dad. He's a cool <laughs> yeah. dad in his windbreaker jacket with his transition mm-hmm. lens aviators, and all. And then this only at this point. Does Mafune realize that the people that have been backing him this whole fucking time are aliens? I mean, yes. it, it is obvious by this point. It, it, if but, he had not known that, that would be we would really be in a different. We'd movie. really, but but the fact that he didn't get around to it until then, until now, is pretty wild. He was and, just like on board with anybody. Yeah, he really is. I mean, this is the, maybe this is why his life fell apart is that he's like trusts all the wrong people. And uh, th- these are the Black Hole Planet Three aliens. Yes. That's what they're called. Right, and uh, this is also around the time when you have the rift that kind of develops between Mifune and his daughter Katsura. Because Katsura's like, hey, listen, man, uh, this whole uh, revenge plot you have against the whole of humanity is a little insane. And th- and then he smacks her down Ooh. with some history. And he says, yeah. don't you remember that humans forsaken us and we grew up in poverty and this and that. And then he reminds her, and this is when you have the flashback, that yes. <laughs> she is, in fact, a cyborg. And these people saved her. Although back in the day... He, he didn't, didn't know they know were aliens. That they were aliens. He yeah. didn't know they were. This is Ooh, the weirdest oh wait, 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 wait. flashback. Oh, okay, so this is that chase scene where the guy gets killed and has like a really 
really terrible like death sound it just doesn't match at all and it, he's just oh yeah oh yeah so we have There's... it on screen and uh leslie's talking about the scene where one of the interpol agents is spying on this whole transaction that occurs between Wifuni and the aliens and they catch him they they chase him through the forest <laughs> when they finally catch him they're all standing around which by the way they're standing around in kind of a, a hexagonal shape around him and all of them are firing their guns like fucking madmen at this person uh, which, if they're standing against each other, they're probably going to shoot each other. Yeah, but they yeah definitely. Oh, and he runs down the hill and does a flip while running downhill, which makes him fall. Yes. Like, uh, okay. He does like a, yeah, and we're not, we're not talking about like a stumbling flip. We're saying that he actually does a forward flip, mm-hmm. uh, like a gymnast forward mm-hmm. flip, and then rolls down the hill after he makes lands it. Makes no sense. He lands the flip. Yeah, well, more and or less. Then he, yeah, he, kind he, of yeah, he lands it, and then he stumbles and rolls down the hill. But maybe because okay. he's doing a flip on a hair. Okay, so here they are. They're all standing. So you have, okay, so there are five, he's surrounded by five men. They're all firing at each other, but they're firing in the same direction as each other. Yeah, they're at 180s from each other. Yeah. So they should absolutely be hitting each other. Yeah. Uh, This is, yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, I love it. I love how ridiculous it is. And so they, um, so yeah, we've got the, the this flashback where he re- realized that, you know, where we learned that his daughter is a cyborg is fucking wild because it's they the how they made her look younger was put her in pigtails mm-hmm. and like a gingham top tiny skirt yeah tiny skirt and then she gets he's like he's working on his titanosaurus stuff and she helps him with at, at the control board and she gets electrocuted yes yes and, and that's what dies. that's what kills her mm-hmm. um and then that's when the aliens have to come in and rescue her and now they I, just come in yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but just before that, your uh, your hunk does talk to her, and he says, "Listen, I have a suspicion that Titanosaurus is still alive because we have this radio trans right. transcript, trans, uh, you know, this radio play, and we're gonna go try to find him. Do you want to come with us?" And she goes, "No, I don't think so." And I have this line of dialogue uh, where they're talking about Titanosaurus. Here's uh, here's what they say. That's strange. A gentle dinosaur. he's a good boy yeah titanosaur is a gentle dinosaur a gentle dinosaur he is a gentle dinosaur it's funny though it doesn't pay off that he yeah exactly he doesn't doesn't actually i mean there's one part that later where he like once she's not controlling titanosaurus's mind for a second he pieces out he immediately like looks at godzilla and was like i didn't mean to start this fight (laughs) and jumps back into the ocean but it it doesn't get really closed out later though in a way that you think like you think maybe that he and godzilla are gonna maybe do like a running clothesline at mecha godzilla later or something like that doesn't happen um but still cool battle so so, what happens next? Oh well, um, there's a lot of talk between the uh, the scientists, and uh, the thing that struck me is their total lack of urgency throughout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these people are cool as cucumbers. There is one bit uh, a little bit later where there's a female scientist, uh, and let's see, what is her name? Yamamoto, and she is twiddling her thumbs. <laughs> She's just standing around Literally. and twiddling her thumbs, and then at one point she just picks up a <laughs> test tube, looks into it, puts it down. <laughs> that yeah. was me in chemistry. That was me yeah. in chem lab. All right, I looked at the test tube and back to twiddling my thumbs because uh, yep. I'm definitely not going to finish pre med. Yeah, not passing this class. <laughs> not doing this. I drew in my chemistry. I took chemistry in uh, junior high school. Very underqualified, like very unprepared because I didn't have the algebra background that oh, I needed. Yeah, that's tough. And so I was just completely clueless near the tail end of the the semester. And at the end, uh, for my assignment, I didn't know how to answer any of the questions. So I drew a picture of my teacher 
you're holding an apple. Uh, <laughs> she, she still failed me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I felt good about that picture. It was a pretty good picture. Got an A in art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did all right in art, commercial arts. Oh man, that's that's wild. You wait, you so you took like high school chemistry and junior, junior high school. Oh chem- God. yeah. So I, it was essentially, and I was not qualified for that class. Yeah, because like, without have, the math, it's yeah. that's pretty tough. Well, my parents are both chemists, oh, and yeah, so there was right. a certain amount of pressure for me to do well in chemistry, and I didn't. I, you know, I did okay in chemistry and then I didn't do AP Chem. I just wasn't qualified for it. So AP Chem was kind of a wild ride. I yeah. Think. Like yeah, I it's didn't, a tough one. I didn't take it till college either. And I just heard, like, I, I thought chem in college was actually pretty easy, mm-hmm. but I heard AP Chem was just it's, super fucking hard because yeah. you're just not, you don't have all those tools yet. Yeah. So yeah, because chem was really easy after I did calculus. I like did AP did bio. Calculus. That was more my thing. Yeah, that's what I did too. I liked it. Once you get a real solid foundation of algebra, chemistry is kind of a breeze. There's nothing much more beyond the yeah. algebraic yeah, understanding for the mathematics involved, at least. For chem? For uh, AP chem? Mm, is I it more than that? It's- yeah, I would, I'd say that you go up through... Uh, because you do some heavy logarithmic work oh, with so pH some, and stuff, so I'd mm. say you like at least you need your trig or pre-calc yeah. to get there. Okay, to 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 really get there. Because I remember I tutored AP Chem, uh, and the kid was in pre-calc and AP Chem, and he wasn't like making the connection between uh, one and the other. And I was like, just do one, and then you'll know the other. Do they well, still enough. make kids get the scientific calculator, or do they just use their phones now? Yeah, they have to get the scientific calculator so that they can't. Because in your because you can I mean, do cheat. so much with your phone. Right. Yeah, exactly. But um, they check it too to make sure you didn't program. Shit mm. in. Real quick, a weird thing I just noticed. Uh, we have we have a scene here where Interpol's back at Mifuni's house, mm-hmm. and they seem to have green screened this shot <laughs> of him walking into the house. Hmm. Uh, this is very bizarre, but uh, it's the second time around forty two minutes in when he goes to the house. And uh, here we'll see. Yeah, look at it. It looks green. Oh yeah. yeah, they definitely green screened him in the ha- like walking up to the house, and you can tell this is a pickup shot because a minute later they do show him leaving the house. Mm-hmm. So they did a pickup shot. That's yeah, kind of funny. it's like yeah. they needed a master of the house because it yep. didn't look well. At that point, a birthday party was going on, so they needed a <laughs> pipe. Yeah. Runs by. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, we go forward a little bit. He. Uh, you know, we know that uh, my my hunk of the movie uh, Ichinose is starting to uh, really like Katsura. Yeah. Like he starts to like her kind of instantly. Like like her. Like like. Her. I mean, like he likes her. Um, and so they. She seems relatively lukewarm on him, though. Yeah, she's not super into him. Well, she seems lukewarm on him. I think the thing is with her arc, the, Katsura's arc through this is that she. She is a cyborg, so she doesn't know what it's like to love. And then he loves her so much. And then she is super conflicted about that. And she, I think she like gets to a point of loving him at the end. Right. But she's not there at first. Right. Not at first. And also because she's conflicted because she has her loyalty to her father. And uh, but she and, wants to help. And she wants to help. Yeah, she wants mm-hmm. to help. And her father um, totally takes advantage. He's, uh, he Because eventually... Um, he tries to get her to control Titanosaurus and Mechagodzilla. She is the full controller. Because the aliens, they decided that they have the controller inside the space, but the humans are going to be privy to that soon. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to destroy the base. So they thought, oh, what's the perfect place to hide the controller for her is inside Katsura. Inside Katsura. That's right. And that's where you see them titties. Yeah. Oh, that's where you see them titties in the Japanese version. Yeah. Specifically in her, like, like in her stomach. 
Yeah, in her stomach. Which is odd. Like, you think it's her heart. They actually show the, like, inside of her body at one point. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah. they show all, like, the springs. But it's like, and it's like yeah. beating and, and something. So I'm like, is her stomach beating? Yeah, it, like, it's kind of weird. It's, the technology here seems very steampunk, rather, because you see, do you see gears and, like, and they're all silver kind of gears. They're, like, kind of stainless steel. It's a very gold, like, a silver lame thing going on throughout. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't inspire much confidence in technology when I see this. I, because I want to see, if you cut into a cyborg, I want to see circuitry and chips. Yeah. Not, not a, a bunch, bunch of like of spatulas and spoons and like <laughs> <laughs> whatever fucking. You don't. It is very dense inside her. Yeah. But so no, the next thing that happens is that the Interpol is going to take, uh, they're going to, they, they, they fixed this or they have this uh, other submarine, right? Yes. They want to send down and they're like going to go look for Titanosaurus. And Ichinosi is like, hey, Katsura, like come with us. Um, because it'll, you know, like this, this is the kind, this will fix your dad's reputation after the whole thing where everybody called, you know, hated him before for being Dr. Dino. And, uh, and she's like, no, 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 don't go, don't go, don't go. And he's like, no, we have to go. We have to go. So they go down and we get this cool kind of back and forth Mm -hmm. where she's, because she has to, she has to send Titanosaurus to attack them. right? Right. But and so she knows he's in there, but mm-hmm. she has to attack him. And so this is where we first see her getting conflicted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to hurt this guy. And during this expedition, uh, they do learn that sonar is the weakness for Titanosaurus. Right. So, so any kind of like sonar attack, they can get Titanosaurus to go crazy. And uh, and again, we should remind you that that's strange. A gentle dinosaur. Titanosaurus <laughs> is a gentle dinosaur. He's a good boy. A good boy. He's not good. But then but she controls him. She can control his mind, so she makes him lash out. Poor thing. A lot Poor of conflict. Thing. Well, somewhere in the middle here is another one of my favorite, uh, nobody's taking this too seriously. <laughs> where uh, somebody says like, oh, yeah, so there's this thing going on with Turner. And um, they're just like speaking quietly in the middle of a meeting. And he's like, oh, um, you know, I well, I guess I'll, uh, I'll tell civil defense. <laughs> and then later on, Might tanks just start coming, but he just like said it just, so uh, calmly. Know, it's like whatever. We'll He's like, should we do like something about this? Oh, send in the know. army. And yeah, I guess. Who the fuck? Okay, <laughs> exactly. Like it's not. There's so little urgency on everyone around them, and and Katsura is like kind of like taken aback by the fact that this sonar worked on Titanosaurus, and so she kind of like she plies Ichinosi and gets his notes so that she can figure out what the fuck just happened. Oh, he's just like, oh, thanks for the notes. Let's have some tea. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, everyone's like, super cash. Yeah. Um, Haley, I just looked up uh, a picture of your uh, hunk of the movie. Here, what do you think of, uh, I'm showing Haley a, <laughs> showing Haley a picture of the hunk of the movie. I just showed her, I just showed her, he looked, a, a box of lemon heads. He looks Wait, such see. like a lemon head like his whole his shape the shape of his head looks like he you know I th- <laughs> that's him he's a lemon head i think well you know what fine you're right though like i yes. said lemon heads are right. s-e-x-o-y that's right oh why the audience agrees yeah, that, that guy's pulling his dick out again <laughs> oh no <laughs> well no that version only appears in the that only that's only on the Japanese, Japanese Blu-ray version, the Japanese yeah, version if you're listening yeah. to the Japanese version of this podcast you actually get to see the dick yeah oh uh, uh, <laughs> we should mention at this point uh, Haley we've been recording two versions of every episode of this podcast one's in Japanese yeah, one's so, in Japanese, mm-hmm. so yeah. listen to it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck good luck, good luck finding it <laughs> you have to special order it oh we do you know um, on the screen now we do see this uh this scene 
Yeah, we have a, a montage of uh, different monsters that have attacked the uh, attacked Tokyo over over the years, and uh, we do see a little cameo of uh, Amanda from I believe it's Destroy All Monsters. Yeah, I think so. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. And and so and Mafune, so they. Mafune, the, the the reason that this comes up in triptych on the the screen is that Mafune unleashes Titanosaurus. He hits, he makes landfall, and yeah. this part, and it's fucking cool. It's so because cool. you really get to see his design mm-hmm. and his. You guys, Titanosaurus is so fucking cool looking. He looks like evil Pete's dragon. Yeah, he does. What's the What's dinosaur that? with the the like ruffle potato chip thing on its back? Is that a dimetrodon? Oh, what do you call that? It's a the ruffle potato. Yeah. yeah, it's like the the you know it's like the. I know oh, it's like a comb, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like a. It's a ridge, uh, almost oh, like it's like a fin. Yeah, it's like Dino- a fin. Okay, dinosaur with fin on back. I'm so looking it up. I could have sworn it was a dimetrodon. Fin on back. I don't know. You're probably right. Dimetrodon. Yeah, you're right. Dimetrodon. Di- dimetrodon. Okay. You're absolutely right. So the dimetrodon. So so Titanosaurus. Imagine a dimetrodon with like mm-hmm. that giant fin on his back, mm-hmm. but he's uh, standing upright, mm-hmm. and he's got the neck of a giraffe. He's got a very tall, yes. long neck, and he's got a little bit of a dimetrodon fin on top of his head yeah, as well. He's kind of got his head is kind of like um creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like he's got, and then he's got the long neck, and then the rest of him is very saurusy. Mm-hmm. He's very <laughs> tall. Yeah, very, and he's got like, he's got some fucking pecs. This oh, guy yeah. lifts. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, you know. he for sure does. And you're going to see that in how he takes fucking, he takes on the land and just, I mean, he really obliterates. He, he goes straight for Tokyo and okay. he just goes for it. I have a question. Yeah. So their plan is to destroy Tokyo. And humans. And humans. But, I mean, is it always true that they get Tokyo? Because he, they he, they succeed. There's pretty much no Tokyo at the end of this movie. Uh, Yeah. I mean, in a lo- most movies it goes to, for Tokyo, but there's also a lot of times it goes to Osaka. Okay. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of other cities. And I mean, Pacific Islands. A lot of Pacific Islands A lot of Pacific yeah. Islands. Uh, Birth Island, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So there's, you know, Tokyo is given some decent time to... <laughs> To fix itself, I guess. Right. Or maybe there's a part of Tokyo that's just made for them to destroy. Well, I mean, they get half of what they want. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe, no, Tokyo isn't half. Tokyo is the beachhead. You also, mm. in, in all these movies, you see a lot of cranes. So there are constantly in redevelopment <laughs> yeah, after exactly. the last Godzilla attack. Oh, it's, they it's a just boom. fixed it. and then... Exactly. The, to being in construction in Tokyo... Great business. Blessing. It's a blessing. Love it. Yeah, and it's very. Con- <laughs> you're not supposed to say that, but uh, the construction workers the, they love that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like in Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. being a contractor there, it's a great thing. So yeah, so at this point you have Interpol. Okay, so so cool Titanosaurus has made landfall mm-hmm. and is fucking up Tokyo, mm-hmm. and now you see Good Boy Godzilla show up because Godzilla is mm-hmm. clearly the, the defender of Tokyo, the yeah. defender of humanity. And at one point, this is the turning point when Godzilla says, "Okay, enough is enough with this shit." Is when Titanosaurus is mm-hmm. destroying everything, and he uses his tail to send out this like hyper blast of yeah. wind, right? That knocks over. It's like it's Gale like Force Wind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Gale Force Winds, Hurricane Force Winds. Like uh, F five category F five hurricane, yes, and he's knocking over buildings. He's knocking oh, over oh, people. Oh, oh, oh! This is the picture, the part where, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, they're like, what is this? It's a super Geiger, and that's how they. Oh yeah, Godzilla. the super Geiger. Super Geiger. It, it, it looks the graphic looks like they did it with construction paper or something. It does not move. It's just like this, no. this like shape. It's just there. Also, uh, important to note that our alien salute to each other is. A hair short of a Nazi salute. <laughs> it is. It's they, very horizontal. Yeah, they yeah. touch their chest, and instead of going up, they go down. Yeah. But boy, it starts the same. And I was like, whoa. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. and right, there's right. a bit where Mechagodzilla does it too. Yeah, he does. He does that at the end. He's like, good right. that they put that in. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, when God, so when Godzilla's fighting Titanosaurus, when Godzilla shows up, he's looking at Titanosaurus, fucking shit up. And Godzilla's like, all right, man, calm down. You cool it, cool mm-hmm. it. You know, get you're a little excited. And then there's a scene when Titanosaurus steps on some humans, and that's when Godzilla says, "All right, enough is enough." That's I'm it. A, yeah, that's it. I am on the side, firmly on the side of humans, team yeah. humans, and so only go- I may mm-hmm, destroy right. humans. <laughs> yeah, and Godzilla at this point is like killing a fuck ton of humans too, but all, uh, incidentally, just incidentally, exactly. It's like okay, so it's like how we can t- we can make fun of Britney Spears yep. if you're if you're a fan of Britney Spears because right. like because she's like our sister she's mm-hmm. like only we make make fun of her because we don't really mean it yeah so godzilla is that and if you're making fun of britney spears besides that i'm like you're a fucking bully monster right right so godzilla is that way with humans right so yeah we're absolutely. godzilla's britney spears <laughs> that's right so godzilla is a, a fighting titanosaurus and, and people are running people are running and this yeah. is great i mean and they're yeah and they're they're evacuating the city uh, Titanosaurus, by the way, that for scale is looks fucking massive. Yeah, it's so huge because they show a lot of so foreground big. shots of these miniatures. And then, and they Godzilla immediately just n- like knocks him over yeah. with his uh, atomic fire breath, and they fight. And then, but uh, Katsura gets fucking shot right, like in the neck. Yes, yeah, by Interpol agents and falls off a fucking cliff. Yeah. And so Mafuni like deactivates the whole like it, she can't control him anymore. She can't control Titanosaurus anymore. So Titanosaurus Oh wait, wait, wait. So now she's wearing a like a zebra print top. Yeah, she When turned, did that happen? Oh yeah, this only Oh that's Okay. She we never saw her change into nope, it. Apparently nope. that's just her sexy outerwear. It's her sexy outerwear for getting shot in. Yeah, exactly. It's her groovy sex. She has her alien outfit, which is all silvery like the Kelax. Yeah. She has she has her sweet normal daughter outfits. She's got like that overalls. really nice sort of drapey green dress at one drapey, point. Drapey green dress. And then she has kooky kooky Oh look, look, here's the thumb twiddling. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're seeing this scene where where uh is that Katsura? No, 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 that's Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's like casually looking at a test tube and she's just talking to the Interpol agent and they're trying to figure out what to do with the uh, Titanosaurus. This is when they devise the plan to hit Titanosaurus with a bazooka that has essentially a mm-hmm. um, a sonar control device. Yeah. So like a sonar plant. So they because they know they, they, call it, they call it a supersonic beam. Supersonic. That's but, right. But real fast before they get to that. Titanosaurus, not under the control of Mafune anymore, just fucking cannonballs into the ocean. Yeah. He's like, he like sees Godzilla is like, what have I just done? Oh, oh, oh look, I'm oh, out. Yeah, no, this you're is, bye. So yeah, so that's when Titanosaurus <laughs> pieces oh, <yeah>. out. <laughs> and then we're, uh, so Leslie, you were, were going to point out something on the... Oh yeah, that's the bit where you can see inside of uh, Katsura. You can see like... Oh, when the, they do the... the control, uh, c- controls. Yeah. When she gets shot. When, they, when she gets shot. So they have to mm-hmm. resuscitate her, revive her, and then they do implant the control device to control Mecha Godzilla. Them's where the titty happens. That's right. Not only one, but two. Two titties. You do see two titties. But not in the American version. All right. Boner, boner Joe, keep it in your pants, buddy. Come on, Boner Joe. Yeah. We're not paying you yeah. mm. at all anyway. No. I guess do what you will. Sit, sit down, Boner Joe. Boner Joe. He's doing a dance now. Um, so <laughs> gross. Anyway, um, so yeah, we do see that scene where they where they implant the mm-hmm. controller and Interpol at, is creating the device to control him with the supersonic right. blast, the sonar. And uh, this is when 
Godzilla pretty much has the upper hand when he's fighting Titanosaurus for the first time Mm -hmm. until you see Titanosaurus stand up and then there's a shot where they pan around Titanosaurus to reveal, oh shit, it's your boy, Mechagodzilla. And then the two of them tag team against Godzilla. And Godzilla's really outnumbered here. Yeah, Mechagodzilla's got his... uh, He's got his eye beams that kind of shoot rainbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, we support that. I had a question. <laughs> <laughs> Generally speaking. <yes. laughs> yeah. It's 2019, guys. Uh, I, I might be wrong, but it does appear that some of the same miniatures get destroyed a couple of times. Oh, here. for sure. They reuse yeah. footage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, just like at the beginning. Oh, look, look at his little hands. He's going to, he like, he does like a little move and then he really moves his tail. Titanosaurus. He does, and he kicks mm-hmm. Godzilla during this and Godzilla flies like a little football. Uh-huh. Yeah. At, like over the horizon and down into a ravine. And this happens Many times. There's not a lot of gravity in this film. No, right. No. They're very, they're truly just selective gravity. gravity. They're like ca- gravity casual is, right. uh, is what we like to call it. Um, so, and there is a scene when uh, Titanosaurus and, and Mechagodzilla, this is one of my, probably one of my top favorite Godzilla fights. I'm going to just come, come out and say it. Because I agree. It is so much fun to watch. So cool. Uh, because you really are rooting for Godzilla, but he is getting like fucking trounced because Godzilla could take any one of these jokers on mm-hmm. its own. Right. But, but the aliens know. Yeah. Double. Both. That's right. Ah. So so it's like a tag team against Godzilla and Godzilla doesn't have a Jet Jaguar to help him out here. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Mothra. He doesn't have Rodan. It's just your boy versus it's two. It's just right. Yeah, your versus Metal Boy and Titanosaurus. Titanosaurus so, laughs too. Titanosaurus gets really yeah. amused. He yeah, gets into it. And he's, he's, again, he has that elephant roar. That mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing a bad job. What is it? Do you have it? Uh, no, I don't have that. But, uh, but if you, yeah, I think that's. I think the listeners at home are going to think, "Wow, they really played that clip." Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. believe they played that. That's um, right, everybody. I do have a clip I wanted to play from the scientist uh, about uh, Mifune's uh, motivation. Listen yes. to this. So remember, forget about earthlings. They're no concern of yours. There's only one emotion that controls your mind. What emotion is that? What controls you? Vengeance and hate. Revenge. Quite right. That's good. That's what, <laughs> that's what is like. Is that Mifune or is that's that the Mifune. other? Yeah, not the his daughter. Oh my that's, god, that's Mifune crazy. After so, uh, so that's the turning point for uh, for his daughter Katsura because he convinces her to, that her motivation now is revenge and hate, and he asks her like, "What is what? What motivates you?" She goes, "Revenge and hate." Like very, right. like you cannot spell it out more clearly. Mm-hmm. Where, where does she say, "I'm not a girl, I'm a cyborg"? Oh, I have that right mm-hmm. at the end. Here. Well, I have it when she gets killed at the very end of the movie, uh, because she has to sacrifice herself. She knows that she, she knows. Yeah, she can be controlled, and she's controlling Mecha Godzilla. But here is the clip of her uh, talking to the the hunk of the movie uh, Lemonhead. Here it is. <laughs> Even if you're a cyborg, Katsura, I still love you. <laughs> I love it. I want to say that. Like, it's a, this is her. This mm-hmm, is the mm-hmm. first iteration of her. <laughs> it's funny. He just goes on about. Uh, he just he just justifies. He's like, this isn't your fault. Oh, you're crying. I see tears. That means you must be human. He's yeah, really, he's really trying to 
trying to make this okay. Falling in love with a robot. Like think think of this though. Think of this line. Okay, imagine like let's just say that being a cyborg is like you know um, a special status, like a disability or something. Imagine saying that to anyone else with any other disability. Like, hey, listen. In spite of the fact that you have crutches right now, (laughs) you're still still a human. You're still lovable. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a little bit like the end of some like it hot. But oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're they're uh, like I'm a man. Right? He's like, he's yeah. Like, what, what is it? How does it go? You know, it's you never saw something like it hot. I've George? never seen it. No, I don't think so. It's got Tony Curtis and Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, and... it's Joe E. Brown and uh, Jack Lemmon takes off his wig. He's just Lemon. like he's like he's like I'm a man, and he says, "Yeah, nobody's perfect." Yeah, oh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> dude. That movie is fucking hilarious. That's by a the great way. That's movie. a great movie. But there's a part where she says. So there, as this battle's going on and, and shit's really hitting the fan, uh, there's a part where she says, I'm I'm not a girl, I'm a cyborg, right? That's right. And because, that's like, mm-hmm. because it made me immediately go, I'm not a girl, <laughs> I'm just a cyborg. Yeah. It was a scene when she pulled out a gun on Interpol. <laughs> And he's That's like, right. you can't shoot me. You love me. And she goes, I'm not. I'm not a girl. I can't. I don't love you. I'm not a girl. I'm a cyborg. Cyborg. That's right. Yeah. Oh, God. Great line. I wish I had she that. Shuts but shuts him That's down. That's what I do when I break up with guys. I <laughs> 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 like, have some mercy. And I'm like, I'm not a girl. I am a cyborg. Yeah. I don't have the pop, girl pop. feelings. I have <laughs> robot feelings. <laughs> when I cry, I cry up. <laughs> you cry up. My tears go up your forehead. My tears go up like Kathy. Oh, oh. So here, here's the bit where, uh, where I guess your hottie boy is—he's tied up and he's trying to get out of this not very—you know—it's never a, hu- a hugely difficult rope to get out right. of. As she's controlling Titanosaurus, mm-hmm. and she against her own will, she doesn't want this. She's being very conflicted. The battle is going. The battle is a raging, and they have beat the ever-loving fuck on a technical term, out of Godzilla, buried him in a ravine, <laughs> jumped on the ravine. Titanosaurus has kicked him in the fucking head. Yeah, he kicked mm-hmm. him right in the fucking face. And I, I, I remember... Holy shit. I watched that so many times, I just kept rewinding. I'm like, oof, right in the right fucking in the face. Fucking, and he like, it's almost like a curb stop. Like, mm-hmm. if there yeah. were a curb there, he would have curb stopped yeah. him. Bites him in the face, picks him up, throws him. Yes. Yeah, he bites him in the face, and he bites Godzilla's face so hard, he and crunches... And so fast. Yeah, and crunches into his jaw and lifts Godzilla up. Mm-hmm. Yes. from his face while he's biting him it's it's like over the top ridiculous then you see one of the coolest action shots of the movie with godzilla running through the series of explosions yes, this is john and godzilla, lasers john moment. and missiles and it's bonkers and backlit mecha godzilla is going ham on godzilla right, right now because titanosaurus now so after they've got they've gotten cr- gone crazy on godzilla and then uh and then titanosaurus gets shot with the interpol bazooka mm-hmm. with the controller thing yeah Yeah, right so he's kind of out for a second he's MIA so then it Godzilla then it's Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla and Mechagodzilla unleashes holy hell on Godzilla that's what he's running through what is it yeah Godzilla he gets out of the dirt. He he rallies and, and unburies himself, and then it's on. And yeah. then it's like Rambo shit. Like yeah. we're talking slow motion, running through fire, Ooh, he's dodging on fire. bullets. Yeah, he, yeah. His back actually lights on fucking fire, and he he keeps and and yet he persisted. Yeah, persisted. And, <laughs> and he does, he dusts himself off when he comes out of the the makeshift. Yeah. He dusts himself off like motherfucker. It's on. Yeah, he I, does. I would like to point out that as he runs, he is still destroying Tokyo. That's but he is you know running what? through people. I building. think Tokyo 
Tokyo accepts it. Okay. Yeah. Tokyo's Tokyo is evacuated. At by this now. point, yeah, everybody's evacuated, and and if they haven't evacuated, they were happy to die at Godzilla's feet. Yeah. What a <laughs> what a cool. That's a that's an honorable. Death. It's an honorable to death. get stomped by Godzilla. You know, people are like, oh, that's. Pretty now cool. we're of course referring to the oral history of being stomped by Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Godzilla finally makes his way to Mechagodzilla, in spite of the chest beam eye lasers, foot missiles, hand missiles, <laughs> and everything else uh, Mechagodzilla has throwing at at, uh, at Godzilla, and he starts wailing on Mechagodzilla. And Mechagodzilla's like, wow, I really bit off more than I can chew. Wow, this Especially, was no good for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have been such a, a bitch boy uh, mm-hmm. tag-teaming on you, Godzilla, because now I'm fucking eating shit, and aren't I? Without my boy, because yeah. he's incapacitated now that Katsura can't control him anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 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 he does also during this fight God, Mega Godzilla does the one of my favorite things that I still remember from the first time I watched this when I was a kid where he really does this kind of robo pose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he like can rotate his little rocket fingers and Very it's super cool. fucking cool. And then and 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 he's quickly realizing that yes, like he's he's been a bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get punished, mm-hmm. and just then, Interpol is arriving at Mafune's lab. Yeah, so the human stuff is gonna hit the fan, and the Mughal, who's the head of the aliens, leaves, and then Ichinose breaks free of his bonds, mm-hmm. like we were talking yeah. about. He was he cuts himself free, and he's gonna, and then. Katsura gets a gun and she's mm-hmm. like gonna shoot him. Mm-hmm. That's the line of dialogue where she says that she's not a girl. She's I'm a cyborg. not a girl. And we have more. I'm just a cyborg. <laughs> Wait, is she not quite a woman? No, not she's quite a woman. <laughs> she. So we do have here some more maniacal villain laughter that I brought in. Do uh, it. <laughs> we gotta listen to this. Listen to it. And then we'll destroy it utterly. <laughs> 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 wall of a thousand laughs it is so over the top yeah oh man and and (laughs) so she um like mafune also gets then used like some mughal the head of the aliens comes in opens fire uh on murakoshi who is just shot Mm mm-hmm Katsura in the arm yeah. so she's going down we see her circuits flying out and then uh, Mafune gets used as a human shield yeah. and gets fucking shot yeah. and and the alien gets out and he uh, and but for some reason the way that he can free her from his control from their control is like he yells her name yeah. he's like Katsura and then she's it reminds free. her of her humanity mm. that's still yeah. in there in spite of the fact that she's a robot. And so then she's like He dies. She's yeah, he dies and then she's like tells my she tells Lemonhead baby, Lemonhead hot hot man, uh, to kill her and he can't do it. So she takes the gun and it, this is where he's really justifying why he fell in love with a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh and then she takes the gun and she fucking shoots herself. She shoots herself. Blowing circuits and bolts and nuts everywhere. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's not the it's not the happy ending. No. Definitely. There's no happy ending with this. <laughs> He's um, just snuggling her and then she shoots herself. Yep. Yeah. And then what that does is it deactivates the whole Mecha Godzilla controller thing she had in her in her titties. Mm-hmm. And uh and then these <laughs> are short circuits. So Godzilla picks him up Godzilla picks him up and fucking body slams his ass right into that ravine that he got put in before he's like how do you like it now bitch hell fucking yeah and then he fucking he's like what what should I do right now 
I'm going to fucking finish him off with my atomic fire breath. Oh, yep. also, the, the words finish him are used in this, um, although they are, I what? believe they, yeah. Um, I think it. Mafuni says that uh, to yeah. either Mikikos, one of one of the other two, he's like, finish him. Uh, there ah. is a scene, um, too, when, when Godzilla finally dispatches of Mechagodzilla, he rips off his fucking head. And you're yes. thinking, like, this is one of my favorite scenes. It's so sci-fi because he rips off his head and you're thinking, wow, he really fucked up Mechagodzilla. But mm-hmm. like a true sequel, mm-hmm. you know, because that's how Mechagodzilla yeah, yeah. ended the first time. This time when he rips off his head, Mechagodzilla has another head. But this time it's just like a little nub, like this yeah. weird glass orb. Looks like the red... The red uh, robot in Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Psycho? No. Uh, I can't remember. I, I never could remember their names. Yeah. Psycho but it looks and, uh, yeah. basically like his head attached to Mega Godzilla's body, um, which yeah, is I'm amazing. Go, I'm going through the song Robot Roll Call. Uh, yeah. Ser- servo. There's Servo. Tom Psych- Servo. Tom Servo. And maybe it is Tom Servo. Honestly, you guys Psycho, did it to Tom me all day and I wouldn't remember. Um, or is it Psycho? Uh, so I, Psycho might right be from uh, no, a video game. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a female robot. Yeah. Um, anyway, so a Godzilla. F- a ladybot. <laughs> Godzilla decapitates Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. launches him into a ravine, mm-hmm. fire blasts him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Titanosaurus pieces out again, going over. Uh, going over a ledge into the ocean, Godzilla, cause, because Godzilla does turn his sights. Well, God, on. Yeah, Godzilla starts. He doesn't realize that Titanosaurus was under some other control, and he's like, "Oh, where do you think you're going, bitch?" Yeah, he doesn't Fuck realize that he is a gentle dinosaur. Gentle dinosaur. That's strange. A gentle dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now leftover alien guy is like, shoot me because it won't make any difference. Yep. And he gets shot over a cliff and lands, I am assuming, in one of the flying saucers. Yeah, there's three flying saucers that he... Uh, that, they were just yeah, parked. And this is parked in the ocean. fun as hell because they start taking off and Godzilla just blasts them. <laughs> yeah, he blasts the fuck out of them as they're trying to take off. It's like, hi, huh, you can't destroy me. And then Godzilla's like, oh, yeah, bitch. Yeah. And then we'll destroy Oh god! It is contagious. Yeah, it truly is. Anyway, guys, one of the best, and then it ends with a bummer jam with Godzilla dying. Um, Yeah, and Godzilla walking into the uh, Godzilla walking into the ocean in a suit that was only supposed to be used for like promo things, and for some reason they put him in that. Yeah, as he walked uh, off into the ocean. Not a waterproof suit, just like whatever suit they had. No, it just says that. Like it just says that at the end, he just kind of that this was. There was a thing. And it's in sepia tone. It's yeah. weird. It's mm-hmm. still kind of like sadly. And by the way, I should mention, uh, we talked about this, I think, during the 1954 Godzilla, that the original Godzilla suit is charcoal colored. And it's still... Mm-hmm. But when I watched this, I still remember it. And even though I'm staring at it, I still remember Godzilla being green. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, he's like kind of a dark green. But yeah, he's not. Like, but he's not. This And you know what, George? This is all, This is why I don't fucking buy the whole Berenstein, Berenstain butterfly effect. Yeah. I'm like, no, you guys were wrong. That's all it was. You guys were wrong and you're trying to come up with a phenomenon about why it is. Our brains do weird shit to bridge gaps. Yeah, there is a... I'm, I'm listening to this book right now called uh, You Are Not So Smart. And it's all about... <laughs> <laughs> it's all about cognitive... What, biases what is it about oh it's fantastic okay. it's, it's really just somebody going you dumb <laughs> it's it, it's all about cognitive biases i mean the guy, the author like has kind of a smug uh, uh voice in it at uh. points where he's like you're not so smart uh, but the reason is is because they talk about these type of cognitive biases where you remember things a little bit differently and they've tested like memories are, are uh conjured on the spot they're not you know they're reconstructed on the spot every time you recall a memory mm. so for example there are people who 
have been born with uh, the ability to see all, a full spectrum of colors. And then over time, they, they become colorblind to certain colors. Mm. And then they can't remember what that color is, even though they have ha- had memories where they've seen that color. Whoa. So yeah, things like color, taste, smells, like you think you remember them the way they are, but you reconstruct those memories in real time. And if you lose those senses, you also lose those memories. Like you Whoa. don't remember. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. And they talk about how um, specifically you can pl- uh, implant memories into people's minds. And it's way easier than you might think. Oh, uh, I believe that. I believe that 100%. Wait, how, yeah. did they, how did they do that? Implanting memories. So, Have for you example. Ever watch FOX News? <laughs> is that- well, I don't know about memory. That would be more like, like uh, annoyance. So they, they give it. They give a very quick example in the book of him describing a room, and he starts saying things like, um, like a, a window pane and curtains and blinds mm-hmm. and carpet and floors and lamps, etc. And he goes through uh, describing the entire room, and he uses a specific set of words that. that omits i think the word glass Mm -hmm. and most people when they're writing these words down they always write down glass but he said i didn't say glass Mm -hmm. but he implanted that memory in your and everybody swears like yeah you definitely said glass but he didn't see Um, this is the berenstein berenstein thing yeah because i remember the book saying berenstein bears and it's just that everybody knew somebody with the last name that involved steam Mm -hmm. yeah growing up so they're like no it can't be that and i'm like no i remember because i like memorized the way it was spelled yeah nobody had mr stain as their right so they like put it over and there's and there's people that are there are people that are straight convinced that this is the case just because that's what their memory like it's too weird to go back and be like no that's probably i probably bridged the gap in my mind yeah like like um sinbad being in a genie movie yeah oh yeah yeah which seems like something that would have happened but it didn't yeah exactly um well Leslie, thank you so much for oh, coming thank you. on to Thanks discuss the terror of Mechagodzilla. Uh, now, before we go, we like yeah. to ask our guests uh, what their kaiju would be, and then our listeners can draw said kaiju. So, oh. what would the Leslie kaiju be? Oh gosh, let me think. We've had some really cool ones. We had we, Abed was a, a fart monster, I believe. That's right. Uh, 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 Mike Trapp inspired a lot of drawings with his crystalline type monster. Yeah, very and cool. Gina and had Gina that. Otter monster, the, the otter that like smashed skulls, skulls on, on his tummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there were some really interesting new ones that yeah. came. New artists came down the pipeline for yeah, those. That's right. We we just posted this on the website madcastmedia.com. Uh, we got one from Thomas Perkins, his interpretation of Genus Kaiju, the otter monster, <laughs> and then we also got one from Walter Trush. Thank you, Walter. I posted both of these on madcastmedia.com. Awesome. And by the way, I should mention if you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, the voicemail yes. number is on the bottom of every page for uh, Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. Click on that, as well as our Twitter handles but leslie back to you what is your kaiju what inspires you i'd like to have something kangaroo-esque Ooh, that's kangaroo. a good one yeah something with a lot of leaping and then some sort of control in the pocket all right very cool that's awesome so yeah. so it could like some pretty strong like leaping kick powers mm-hmm, right because mm-hmm. fingers can kick your like the heart to stop yeah right they can kick they can box they also have tails that they can that you use for balance so yeah. you could probably yeah. have a sweepy tail yeah 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 that's good i no, like I'd, it I'd, I'd, oh, what's yeah. it called oh do i get to name it yeah you can name oh. it oh mm. kangon Kangon. Oh, oh that's Kangon. cool. Awesome. That's so great. And uh, so everyone draw that and and uh, make sure to tweet it to us at zero underscore Godzilla, Z-E-R-O underscore Godzilla. And Leslie, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at, at 
Leslie Cena, or else maybe it's at dot Leslie. You know, it's really easy. You can spell my name very easily. <laughs> Nobody can spell my name easily. I was going to say it's T S I N A. Yes, it's L E S L E Y T S I N A. And if you look that up on Instagram, you'll find me. Yeah, you'll find. Yeah, me. Uh, and you can find me at Haley Mancini. And I'm at Maddox Rules. Uh, until next time, I'm George. I'm Haley. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better outro than I thought. I invited you here to discuss something that's very important. We welcome you. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.